0: Welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO, 91.7 FM, The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Sam Black to Author's Corner. He's written the book, The Healing Church, What Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It. And it is published by Morgan James Faith, and he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a bit about Sam. He is a renowned author and expert in the field of pornography recovery. As the director of recovery education at Covenant Eyes, he brings a wealth of experience to his work, having joined the organization in 2007 after a distinguished 18-year career as an award-winning journalist. He is the the author of two groundbreaking books, The Healing Church, What Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It, which we'll be talking about today. But a previous book that he's written is The Porn Circuit, Understand Your Brain and Break Porn Habits. And so Sam, we're pleased to have you with us today.
1: Roberta, I'm looking forward to our conversation. This uh, I think will be enlightening and very interesting to our listeners today.
0: What is the most important thing you need to tell us about pornography in the church?
1: Well, I think one of the things we often miss is how pornography is undermining every ministry in the local Mm -hmm. church, from children's and teens' ministries to marriage ministries to men's and women's ministries, because we miss how it is impacting all of those different groups when we look understand that the average age for first exposure to pornography is somewhere between the ages of 8 and 12, depending mm. on which study you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so we're teaching Sunday school stories and, and Bible stories, etc., and missing that pornography. We're not really equipping parents to equip their children for the day that they see pornography for the first time. That are among the most prolific users of pornography. That's 68% of men and 37% of women say they have an ongoing struggle with pornography. Uh, and if we look even deeper at that, 36% of men 18 to 30 say they're watching pornography daily. This is within the church. Or if we look at uh, men of all ages, 37% say they're watching several times per week. Mm. And 14% of women say they are watching multiple times per week. So, We that is having an impact on our faith uh, in many ways. It's also impacting marriage, if we think about our marriage ministries. 56% of divorce cases today say a major contributing factor was an ongoing use, compulsive use of pornography in the marriage home.
0: And I can understand that when adultery is a, a high factor in divorce Pornography is kind of like a an, an act of adultery, isn't it?
1: Indeed, uh, Jesus is very clear about this. If you look on another, uh, objectifying them at for mm-hmm. lust, you have a committed adultery in your heart. And so, we need to really understand how it's impacting uh, not only those ministries but also the individual Christian, because. Uh, multiple studies, both Christian university studies as well as secular university studies, began examining, is there really an impact of pornography on Mm -hmm. a person's faith and their faith life? And what they found was a direct correlation between pornography use and increased religious doubts,
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: reduced church attendance, less time in prayer and scripture, less volunteerism. In fact, Mm -hmm. uh, the University of Oklahoma found that there was a direct correlation between how much some pornography someone watched on, their frequency of it, and whether that person would serve in a volunteer role or on a church committee over the next six years. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't just think, oh, well, any, anybody who's serving in the church, they're okay, we don't have to worry or yeah. help provide support for them. What I found is I was Uh, interviewing more than 70 pastors and ministry leaders and Christian counselors and Mm -hmm. those who've been through recovery in preparation for the book, there was often a flipping of a coin between perfectionism and shame. And so when people in ministry or in service, lay leaders in the church would fall, they'd feel this great, tremendous shame. And so they would flip a coin uh, after wallowing in some self hatred for a while, mm-hmm. they would uh, flip that coin to, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work harder, and I'm going to serve my church more, I'm going to serve mm-hmm. my family more, I'm going to be a better uh, spouse. And that, could, that perfectionism could only go for on for so long, mm-hmm. because they never told anybody, they never helped, you know, sought support.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that perfectionism can only go on so long, and the coin flips again, and they fall, and so they stay mm-hmm. in this recurring cycle.
0: I was listening to a message on my way to work this morning, and it was talking about getting to the root of the cause, not just treating the symptoms. So have you, in your research, come to realize what root it is that causes most people that are are watching pornography or reading pornography, what that root is?
1: There are many roots that we explore within the Healing Church but there are three common factors that are so that are very common in the histories of people who struggle. Okay. One it is the early exposure to pornography as mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's so impactful that if you ask just about any adult about the first time that they saw pornography, they can tell you a full story about what happened mm-hmm. even though they can't tell you anything else about that day. So that early exposure, number 2 is the repetition. Number three is some trauma or drama that happened early in life. And so that early exposure is very impactful on Mm -hmm. that young brain. The repetition, uh, especially through adolescence, is uh, creating, actually wiring the brain to crave it more and more. Uh, And the trauma or pain or the impact uh, of of things that happened in life uh, often are that cement that. Slip pornography just because it feels good or uh, it's exciting Um, doesn't necessarily cement it in someone's heart as uh, feeling overwhelming or compulsive or stronghold in their life. Often they have learned to escape to pornography, and they've done that so many times that when they feel anger or frustration or lack of self-worth, they end up running to pornography because it's a a fast escape, but that escapism also comes with shame after the fact, Mm -hmm. and that shame keeps the the cycle perpetuating because that shame says, hey, I can't tell anybody how I'm struggling because if I did, maybe they wouldn't Mm -hmm. love me, maybe Mm -hmm. they would lose respect for me, maybe they wouldn't want me to come to their church, Mm -hmm. and we have to be a healing church where Mm -hmm. it's okay to come as you are, Mm -hmm. even as a Christian. But we love you too much to leave you the same. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. want to walk with you. We're ready to care for you.
0: Well, we have a lot more to talk about with Sam Black regarding his book, The Healing Church, What Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It. It's published by Morgan James Faith and you're listening to Authors Corner and I'm Roberta Foster. So your book includes not only the details you've shared with us already about the history and and the statistics and things like that, but also the how to fix it. And so um, most churches, and I would include my own probably, don't have a, because we're a, a small congregation, don't have... A specific ministry to those that are struggling with pornography, what what do you say to a small church first as to uh, how to fix it?
1: Thank you. That's a great question, Roberta. You know, let's think about one of the foundational principles of the Christian faith, and that is James 5.16, to confess our sins to one another mm. and pray for one another so that we may be healed. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting that when I visit small churches, they say, you know, Sam, it's really hard to practice James 5.16 and confess our sins to one another. I mean, we know each other really well. We, some of us have grown up together. Our kids go to school together. Or, uh, we, we do life together. So it is really hard to be open with someone you know so well. And interestingly enough, I go to large mega churches, <laughs> 5,000, 10,000 people are there, <laughs> and people are saying, Sam, you know, it's really hard for us <laughs> to have a practice James 5.16, because we're not just close enough, I don't know someone well enough to really uh, be able to engage like that. So it's not, it's not the size of the Church. We need to ask ourselves, what part of James 5.16 do I not believe? mm so often in the church, we live on, we have a spectrum of safety, and, um, and, and on one side, it is very safe. No change is required. You're not asked to make any change in your life. And on the other side, it's not safe. Uh, and there's a lot of hiding, and, uh, we want to look good rather than come as we are. And in that, in that hiding atmosphere, no change happens either. And so what we want to do is have be a, a safe church where it's okay mm-hmm. to come as you are. That even sinners, uh, are, uh, even Christians are, mm-hmm. are sinners, and we need one another because the Bible is filled with one another. And uh, he has called us to lean on one another and to practice that. So when we do that, we're not only in a safe place, but we're called to transform. We're called Mm -hmm. to live in greater change. And when someone comes with a struggle in their life, whether Mm -hmm. it's pornography, or food, or anger, Mm -hmm. or raging, or um, whatever else is going on in their life, it is an opportunity for deep discipleship. Mm. And so what we need to do is, is be able to, willing to enter that And often we just want a quick fix because Mm -hmm. we're not very good at wanting to do one another. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a big church to address these things well.
0: I like the fact that you talk about pornography in the mix with other things such as food and anger and any other um, issue that we struggle with. Sometimes we have a tendency to... Elevate certain sins way above others, and yet it's still a sin that needs to be um, addressed versus the type of sin. Are is is that kind of correct?
1: <laughs> That's right. So we're uh, what we're doing is a, a self-soothing, whatever that looks like, because we have a difficulty in many ways we don't have time to go into all of that Mm -hmm. but let me just think about this Uh, think about this this is going to be maybe a little eye-opening food and sex are among the most difficult addictions
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we need food Mm -hmm. and we are sexual beings so you can stop using alcohol or drugs
2: Mm -hmm. but
1: sex and food are issues that must be tempered
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and redeemed and renewed and so when we have an opportunity to enter to, into a discipleship process, and we're able to be open with one another, mm-hmm. uh, to really be, and there's some guides. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. There, Within the Healing Church, I'll walk you through a, a number of resources that you can use, and I do this. The easy lift, small lift, medium lift, and a large lift. So you, you don't have to have this massive program. You can do an easy lift or a small lift in your local church. Okay. When we do that, Now we really are examining our mind, body, and spirit, and how we are submitting that to Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, what is so striking is so often that one thing that we were so worried about, that pornography in my life, that I was so concerned about, and I thought, man, if I just get rid of this one issue, then I won't have any other struggle. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered is, as I entered a, a discipleship process, then the closet opened up. And I could look at what's inside. The dark corners of life were lit up, Mm -hmm. and I could examine what's there. And as I did that, then I not only found freedom from the struggle that seemed to be so overwhelming, I got to live more whole Mm -hmm. in Christ. I got to live more whole in my life, Mm -hmm. in my relationships with my wife, with my kids, with my my church, with Mm -hmm. others in my community. You know, that's what God wants for us. He doesn't want us just to stop this one concerning sin. He wants so much more for you that he wants uh, a life of wholeness Mm. and freedom and gratitude and healing and forgiveness. You Mm -hmm. know, there's so much there that is just waiting and knocking on our door Mm if we will be, if we're willing to be whole. And so often we want to be well, but we're not willing to take that step into openness with others Mm -hmm. and a process that's going to take some time and some work.
0: Okay. Well, today I've been talking with Sam Black about his book, The Healing Church, What? Churches Get Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It. And this book is published by Morgan James Faith. And um, Sam, this is attached to a ministry that you are a a director of. Tell us a little bit about how we can find out more about um, Recovery Education for Covenant Eyes.
1: Sure. Now you can get the Healing Church wherever you normally buy books on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or what have you. Uh, you can also download the first chapter for free at thehealingchurch.com. And uh, Covenant Eyes provides a ton of amazing resources that help individuals and churches, etc. And you can find us at covenanteyes.com. Uh, we also provide software that is accountability software, as well as filtering software, and that okay. software allows you to connect with others on how you use your phones, tablets, and computers, so no longer does that Secret, you get to share that with someone else that you choose. Okay. And uh, if you'd like to start this journey, maybe you're thinking, "Man, I'd really like to to take this, begin starting a journey today toward this freedom that he's talking about." There is a, a free app from Covenant Eyes called the Victory app by Covenant Eyes, okay. and that's the Victory app by Covenant Eyes. You can download it to your uh, Android or iOS device. Your app.
0: Well, one more time, the book today is The Healing Church, and we've been talking with Sam Black, and we certainly thank Morgan James Faith for giving us a copy to talk about. And Sam, thank you so much for sharing your heart and passion with our listeners today.
1: Roberta, it's an honor to be with you.
0: And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. I'm Roberta Foster, and you're listening to Author's Corner. Join us again next time.